look in the eyes of my brother yeah. without shedding a tear for oh. my brother. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome, motherfucker. <laughs> To another episode of the Informally Honest Podcast. We appreciate y'all for coming back and joining us for another week of this here informal honest day. Four brothers from the middle of the neighborhood of Gary, Indiana, coming to you to talk about this thing called life. And no matter where it goes, we're going to always be as best as we can, forthright, vulnerable. I thought you wanted us to drop it. (laughs) I thought about it. I was really contemplating. And normally it's four brothers, but today we got a fear. A one, two, three, four fear. (laughs) Also from the middle neighborhood of Gurry. Russell, long time classmate, even longer time friend. Fellow dance major, yep. used to call yep. him Twinkle Toes because the rest of his ankle couldn't point. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Long time Hooper, he'll never tell you that he, uh, but he also brags about it, but he'll also never tell you that he has a college ring championship because he was on the practice squad for the girls basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> the lady Boilermakers. <laughs> Hey, a ring is a ring, baby. Hey. Ring is a ring. Russell motherfucking Thompson. How you doing, sir? What's happening, y'all? What's up? Hey, right there you go. Glad to be here with you, fellas. Feel blessed. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Thank you for coming on the pod. And in general, fellas, how y'all doing? How's your week been? Pretty good. Not too bad. Yeah, sun's out. Yeah, I've been all right, man. But I've been um, your boy's been challenged. Not that I'm not always challenged, in particular with this job. But uh, <clears throat> it's this job is a good reminder to uh, let go of this idea of control. You mm-hmm. know, so your boy's been challenged, but in a good way. I just wanted to keep it all the way 100. You know, yo, always, man, always. You know, we got the space yeah. for it too. Appreciate your sharing. Yeah. Uh, it was a decent week for me. Um, I made an impromptu uh trip over to Ohio to go see my brother. Uh, and uh, my some dance family. I got out there, so it was it was nice to get uh get some get some love, uh, fellowship, love and fellowship. Uh, I I, I went to his uh, me and his wife like coordinated a little surprise situation, uh, where I bought him lunch and then surprised him at his job. I almost didn't get in the uh, black lady security guard when I showed up uh, with the food. She was like, "You can drop it off right there." I was like, "I'm, I'm not, del- I'm not. This ain't delivery. This, <laughs> like, uh, like, this love that comes with this package." Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm, "I'm coming to like bring this to my brother. It's his lunch." And she is like, "You can't just walk around here." I was like, "Ma'am, do you talk to everybody like this? Like, it's, it's probably, it's, probably." I hope so, because you treat me like a whole ass nigga. Like and so my uh she calls him, she's like, uh hello, Jamal. Uh your brother is here. I was like, are you, are you saying like I, like I, like I, like I, I 
<laughs> she went, might as well say, some nigga in here claiming to be your brother. There's <laughs> <laughs> a big, a giant question mark at the end of that. <laughs> hey, but did she let you go up or did he have to come and get you? He had to come get me. Uh, Damn. And then she, she's like, all right, well, you got to sign in and there's name tags. I was like, it's a basket of name tags. And, a, and a, like, I could have just done that. There was no reason to put me through this trial. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's always a visitor pass or something, a visitor's form. Just ask me to sign it. Literally, a whole a whole <laughs> little uh uh little uh container store full of uh basket full of uh <clears throat> visitors passes. You, you could have just gave me that. I could have just walked up in here with this bag of fried chicken <laughs> and went niggardly about my way. <laughs> Yo, I was uh, uh, the other day, man. I was huh? at I was I, I witnessed something funny. About what was that? Two days ago, mm-hmm. I was at Target in a line, line super long for some reason. But okay. uh, the person in front of me had a little dog. It was a, like a pompadour. Is that what you call it? I have no idea. I'm not good with dog breeds. I think, I think I think small. I, I think yeah. that sounds familiar though. Yeah. That. But anyway, everybody walking <laughs> past the dog. But every time. A black person walked by. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just thinking like, like it was literally that. I wasn't even, I'm not making this up. Like (laughs) a bunch of people walking by, but every time a black person walked by, the dog would bark. So I was wondering like, is it the owner that's teaching them this? Usually. Or is just like learn from how they how their vibe changes when a black person comes around. <laughs> it could be either. The dog is inherently I'm, racist. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just curious. Did, did the first person in the hoodie get bit? Did the person <laughs> in the hoodie get bit? That's my question. <laughs> no. Okay. Apparently not. <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> I took that one too far. Apparently. <laughs> was it a was like, it too far. Bark, like I'm about to attack you, or was it like a hey, what's up? I see you type of part. That recognition. <laughs> you couldn't it really tell. You know what I mean? You know. I, I don't really know tell. why that's funnier. Just like dog being like, oh, oh nigga. What, what's yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> no, rough, rough, motherfucker, rough. <laughs> <laughs> Actually reaching out to get that fist bump. That's hilarious. I don't know if anybody else noticed it, but like at the third time, I was like, Looking around at the line, like y'all see what's going on. <laughs> Man, this this now sounds like a skit on somebody's show. I don't know, Dave Chappelle's, Key and Peele, somebody's show, but it, that needs to be a skit. Now. <laughs> but what's funny though, I've I've actually always thought like, what if people are doing that with their dogs? Like, I mean, it'd be probably really easy to do that. I mean, yeah. that's very easy to. Visually training, you know, you pick up on your on your vibes, like how you, you know, your mannerisms and how you yeah. react to people. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make make sure all all the uh, all the true toys are dark colored and dark stitching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know y'all seen. I know you all have seen the turtle attacking the uh, the black shoe. I never. Never seen I, that. If I'll find out, I'll send it to you. It's a turtle that uh, it bypasses these white shoes. And then <laughs> you know, it sees a black shoe and it just starts ramming into that black shoe. 
we do a scientific <laughs> experiment <laughs> with, with turtles. Apparently, oh, there's man. an actual reason behind it, but it still looks bad. It's like, yo. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, it's funny. About the way like <laughs> turtles receive light or something like that, and they are something like that. I didn't even read it. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not finna. That's all I need to see. Fuck turtles, son. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we trying to tell you. Got open your third eye, son. <laughs> it's it's nah. big, tur- big turtle. It's turtle. Out here trying to kill the Asiatic black man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. it is always funny though man i've had several situations just in general when i'm out and about with with friends and like we meet a, like i meet one of their friends and they happen to have a child or an or a pet or whatever like a dog or something and uh the first thing they say and i'm obviously i'm not saying it's race every time or whatever but it's just i always think that it's funny that like the disclaimer they always look and say oh well he does it he or she does that to everybody it's not just, i promise it's not just you that <laughs> he just does it to everybody and i'm like it's just a funny thing like no <laughs> That yo, that dis- the disclaimer comes with so much gusto. <laughs> you know, it's like, let me re- let me reassure you. Let me reassure <laughs> you. It's like it's cool, man. It's, it's, it's all good, but it is funny, man. Right. Um, have y'all uh, have y'all had any like negative interactions with animals in your life? You know, like typical dog chase or. Oh, for sure. Like, Actually, this is this is perfect. This is perfect that we got Russell on this joint right now because <laughs> I, I wonder if the homie know, remembers. Russell and I used to ride our bikes to the Dairy Queen in uh in uh, Lake Station, and mm-hmm. you like along the highway and shit. You know right. what I'm saying? We crossed that shit. Yes, that bridge. Yeah. The moment I knew that, okay, my aunt has got to be crossing that guard gate at work now. There ain't no way she's gonna come back now. And, like, forgot something. Whatever. If she left. If she left her house keys or some shit, whatever she left at the crib, she is is here. I can dip. <laughs> I met up at his house and we dipped out. And just about every time we got chased by a dog. Same dog, same <laughs> house. Yo, it was crazy. At the man. end of the corner. At the end of the fucking corner. Yo, yeah, it made the, it made that box of deli bars worth it for your boy. <laughs> <laughs> I ate the whole I fucking box. Yes, I it's it seven. That dilly bar. Yeah, it was like six or seven. <laughs> a, I ate an entire box every time. It's crazy because I would make that trip, and I don't care for ice cream at all. Like I drink a milkshake in a heartbeat, but I will pass on ice cream nine out of ten times. It was just a, yo, my man, just like the journey. He just, he just appreciated the adventure. It's like, all about the journey, man. It's that good exercise. That dog used to chase me when I would run. Like, I don't know if you all knew this, but, like, you know, I did cross country in ninth grade, and I would map my distance from my house around the beach or around work and back. And when I got really strong, I used to kind of slow up and wait for that dog to start chasing me and get out the gate and I put on the burners. Like I used that to help with my physical fitness. I mean, it, it didn't matter. I think the dog is dead now because I ain't seen it in some years. But every time, it didn't matter what was going on. To get that dog, <laughs> I got no sympathy. You chase me for what? You have, you're not trying to say hello at this point. You really want something? Trying to make you better, man. Yeah. Trying to make. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're trying to chase you so you can chase your dreams better. Exactly. <laughs> Mike Tyson punch out, man. In the intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, but that oh, was hilarious, man. I don't know if you all remember. Um, if you all, because it's been a while and they faded, but. Like I, I was attacked by a family dog. I got a scar under my right eye and then on my left cheek. 
Oh, I remember, shit. I remember now that you bring it up. I do remember this. Yeah. I, I remember you having a star, but I didn't, I don't remember knowing what it was from. You know, that, <laughs> that was in kindergarten when it happened. But uh, oh. the scar was not an attack. Like, you know how, how pets will, like, put their paw on you? Mm-hmm. Just resting on you? So I'm playing with the dog. And, you know, because you're so small as a five-year-old, he was an actual mm-hmm. puppy. But, you know, I'm thinking he's grown in my mind. But <laughs> he just put his paw out and brought it down. And because his claws are not trimmed, they just cut right through my face. Damn. Yeah. But the bite, though, <laughs> you know, the, I remember, I remember that. I remember the blood. I remember the stitches. I remember all of that. But the best part was being able to stay home from school the next day and watch The Fox and the Hound. It was my favorite movie at the time. <laughs> I got to watch that. Interesting choice. Say it again. That, that was my like triggering my, for you. Yeah. It was not, you know, I, you know. Like I said, the, the, the scratch was not malicious. The bite was yeah. like the bite. He tried to attack me and it, it's, it's such a tiny scar. It's almost invisible. But that bite was like, oh, you tripping. Like you are a mean little dog. And they got rid of that. Like <laughs> you know, it's crazy because like apparently, you know, I've heard stories like this dog was mean to everybody outside the family. You, know, you come in the house, he's watching you and growling at you. But that was my homie, even though he bit me and scratched me. Like, I used to ride him around the house. So, like, <laughs> that was my homie. He got tired of you riding him. I guess so. Too big, Nick. Like, he too big. I had to say, I don't mess with animals. Like, I mean, you, I don't know if you remember Aaron, your cats. I ain't play with them like that. I so, do I remember that. Just, Hello and goodbye. And that's, that's it. <laughs> Hello, goodbye, and stay the fuck away from me. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember that, man. Yo, I I definitely could have been nicer to those cats as well. I could have I could have made their experience <laughs> living in our <laughs> supposed to be safe a more pleasant one. I definitely could. <laughs> Adam Marcus, y'all got any uh animal stories? I've been chased. <laughs> I've been well, I've been chased a bunch of times on the bike. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't nothing serious. But one time uh, in particular, I was I was at my house and um, running after one of my family members leaving, like my auntie or something, trying to give her something back. And I had some slides on. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> this dog across the street, big old like pit, a white pit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to always have them loose, but. Didn't ever have no problems with it, but uh, when I tried to chase my auntie in the, in the like, <laughs> Kendrick Lamar van, <laughs> I was catching up. Kill my brother. I was like chasing, chasing, chasing it. But then as I saw the dog come, like this huge ass dog, I was running like seriously. <laughs> I, I was running so fast, like in the spot. And I had some type of grip on them with my toes that they weren't coming off. One of us was going to get tired and it wasn't going to be me. So. But my auntie was way gone down the street, but I was still running like she didn't see me at all. <laughs> but, uh, it didn't catch me. It may, it may have lost interest or something like that. So I'm glad about that. But I've never been like, bit like i mean i've been bit but not like maliciously i guess is the word 
No, I don't. No, I don't have any. No, I, I can't say I've ever been attacked or or ch- or chased. Um, I don't know if this fits the the story, but it's kind of a gross story. <laughs> um, I was like in high school, um, cut cutting the grass, and you know, just my, you know, minding my business, cutting the grass like you do. And all I heard was like a like a clunk, and then I saw a headless rabbit run out from under the lawnmower oh, and started jumping Damn. up and down and man. that was traumatizing but yeah it's pretty crazy uh, yeah, <laughs> and then the rest of the family like, yeah. came <laughs> running out too and they just kept running obviously but yeah, it's pretty crazy yeah damn they like so, yo they saw it from afar or they heard it well i mean they probably didn't hear anything because it was a lawnmower running but i mean they probably don't know what was going on i'm like, assuming they weren't right. in process they just um, but no, yeah, all I heard was a, was a, like a clunk. That's what I thought like they said, heard and made them run out like a yeah. clunk. Like, oh well, shit. Well, I think so. they all were running they were all leaving the, the, the home, I guess. They just no. happened to be leaving as the lawnmower was going over it. And I didn't even know there was a rabbit hole there to begin with. Right. So it wasn't even like I could look out for it. It just, cause it was so kind of camouflaged and with the grass. Um, mm-hmm. obviously it freaked me out. I'm just, you know, just cutting the grass and all I see is a, like I said, a headless rabbit running out from under the lawnmower is like, it's kind of ter- you know, traumatizing. But and then it kept, it kept running though. It kept it was jumping up and down for a good five or six seconds before it actually. Yeah, yeah. I definitely clunked the father uh, <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah, not not meaning to, but yeah. you know, you said a frog. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bruh, I'm pretty sure I've done that too. It? I remember. I wonder if I said this before, but um. It was a couple of times like similar situations happened. But one time in particular, it was one of those torrential rains that we would have had in Miller. And uh, we were coming back from like dinner or yeah, specifically Miller. I don't know what like But this is but this is funny. Fuck it, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that the east side, the east side rain, you know. <laughs> but um we're coming back from like dinner or a movie or something like that. And a lot of frogs are out, you know what I'm saying? Like after after rains, bruh. Yep. It was hundreds of frogs in the driveway, and we had to pull the van in. There was nowhere else. There was nowhere else to go. Man, so my aunt's more, like, my aunt's driving, and we're like, "Honk, yo, I'm getting out, trying to like scoot them and shit, and they're just not moving." So we had to just, she had to drive over hundreds oh, of frogs to get into the carport. Man, it was crazy. What are we gonna do? Just leave the bitch, leave the van in the street. But they're in the street too. I mean, <laughs> they were everywhere, bro. Crazy. Never, never seen nothing like that before. Dang, Frogger versus the Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I guess the rose. I guess the soil was, you know, I'm like, why were they out that much? I know like a lot of worms and shit come out after it rains, and especially yeah. in good soil, but trying to get the like of this. Uh, but uh when some homies from South Africa were here visiting, I, I was asking for them to teach me like a sentence that had a bunch of clicks in it. Flex, flex. And as a as a networking flex. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, they were here. I wasn't there. But, uh, Josh, but no, uh, Josh knows a lot of people. <laughs> 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 uh, 
it's relevant to the story, <laughs> goddamn it. Like, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and so uh, I, I was, I don't, I wish I could remember the actual like sentence, but um, I just remember like it was like it was, it was, it was like, <laughs> it was like fourteen words that had like every single kind of click in it and the whole sentence was the frogs are coming over the hill run away or something like that and i was like wait do y'all have, do y'all have that many frogs that that that's a sentiment I over at, uh, homegirl and it was jabu uh, I was like, uh, she she looked had a t- look of terror on her face, like she had been attacked by frogs as a child. I was like, wait, fear frogs? She was like, <laughs> like so. <laughs> no, those frogs are huge, though. <clears throat> no doubt, yeah, bullfrogs. Yeah, uh, yeah. But the uh, other one was uh, this isn't necessarily like a bad animal. So I don't think I have like too many bad animal things. Uh, like I've had dogs snapping me and shit like that, and. Uh, have very bad memories with sugar gliders. Just because some little the bitches, squirrels or chickmunks or whatever. Yeah, the flying squirrels. Yeah, uh, them bitches stink. What you what you call them? <laughs> sugar gliders. Okay, that's dope. Oh, that <laughs> he's like, that's, like, that's acceptable. I'll accept that as an answer. Oh, sugar But uh, one of the times I was out in the mountains. Um, I, I might have told this story on the podcast before. I got uh, a, a person I thought was my friend uh, tricked me into helping her get some meth. I thought it was my friend. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, we, we, uh, she took me to this motel that her her alleged friend was at. And she had the two biggest pit bulls, not pit bulls, like, like bulldogs, pit bulls. I don't know. These motherfuckers were bouncers. These niggas weighed at least 120 pounds each. Like I like you ever seen those pictures of like those like yoked out kangaroos? Yeah. yeah. Those it mean like that, but like dog form. And it, it literally looked like uh, you know all the 90s movies, uh the like the bully characters, it would always be like either one skinny, one fat, or one white, one black. Mm-hmm. It was like that. That it was like one like white dog and one brown dog. And then they both looked at me when I walked in, like they was laid up in the in the bed like uh like baby daddies. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that day I thought, you know, clearly they're about to whoop my ass if I walk into this fucking meth house. But uh surprisingly they were chill. That's good. Eric. They, yeah, I guess they had enough um orders that they weren't, you know, it wasn't such a surprise that someone was coming over. You know? They had enough they, they, had, they had they had a big enough purchase history, I guess. <laughs> I don't, I don't think they see too many of me though. But uh <laughs> that's that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But uh speaking speaking of these travels, um AJ, you threw this in the chat. Uh if money was no object, not a hindrance anyway, if it was no uh, if if you didn't have to worry about finances, would you consider retiring overseas and where? I mean, fucking absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, a doubt. the answer is yes. But for me, it'd be in two places. <laughs> okay, let, let's let the guests go, go first, so we can get past the yes or no part of the question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean to step on those toes. I mean, 
I would definitely. Nah, nah, nah. I first dibs. <laughs> Who's got winners? Who's going next? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, Russell got now. It don't matter who got next. Let me pick a spot. I would. Uh, I would. I've actually thought about it. I'm not big on traveling, but just for the real, the reality of the fact that you need a decent amount of money just to not even live comfortably, but to survive. And as we get over, older, the cost of living goes up. You know, we're not making, you know, we're not necessarily making millions of dollars. So when it's so cheap to live somewhere else, it's almost like, yo, why not? And then it could potentially be better. Not every place is better than the States, but, you know, I mean, we deal with a lot of stuff that is not even a thought overseas. Right. Um, true. I don't know for sure where I would go. There's a lot of places I want to visit. But as far as settling down, I don't know. I think I would prefer to travel for a while, you know, two months here and there. And then, you know, maybe find some place more permanent. Okay. It's a big world out there. You can see it behind me. It's a lot to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a question oh, really quick uh, for Russell. Yeah. Um, have you been overseas? I've not. The only place I've been to out, okay. of, out of the country, I don't even count it. I've been to Canada a few times. but gotcha. Why don't you count it? Cause it's right there. It's, it's like you know we go from here to Chicago. Country. It's out of the country, yeah. It's a different but, culture for sure. Yeah. It's so, different. And I yeah. can't say that I've like I've not been there as a full grown adult. Last time I was there, I was twenty. Um, wow. but I ain't been out on my own for the purpose of just visiting. It's always been a reason. So that's partially it. And then, like I said, you know, yes, it's another country, but you know. It's kind of like when you when you are living in Illinois and you come to Indiana for college, but you still got to pay out of state tuition. You're like, yo, I'm mm-hmm. right here. Why? You know what I mean? like that to me. I feel that. I was gonna ask you, dog, because um, you said you're not necessarily that into traveling. Um, a lot of that is money, but what would like what would get you traveling somewhere? Would it be like a particular? Wonder of the world, or like food that you heard of that you definitely like that. (laughs) A young lady, (laughs) young lady. So it, uh, (laughs) it, uh, you know, I think a big chunk of it actually isn't money. Um, the money's gonna come. You got to live one way or another. So, you know, we all gonna find a way to make some money somehow. But to me, traveling can be a hassle. I much prefer, I much rather fly than drive somewhere. But mm-hmm. even just the three hours you got to be at the airport early to get through everything is is irritating. Okay, it ain't exactly three hours, but you know you got to be there early. Sometimes it is shit. Sometimes it's it, good to be yeah, there three hours. Depends on where I'm going. Internationally, I'm getting there three hours. Plus. Yeah, international is different. So for me, that's a hassle. And then I'm not much of a planner. Like, I'm not going to lie. I am the kind of person that. You know, although I would like to do stuff, I'm not going to be too mad at myself if I go somewhere and I sleep most of the time. You know, I'm a busy person. Like, I like my rest. So I get there, hey, jet lag, we'll take a nap. Oh, it's 3 a.m.? Can't do nothing now. Let me go back to sleep. Oh, 2 p.m.? Ah, I guess the day is gone. Next day, it's time to go, you know? You seem like you would be a, a, a cruise person. Yeah. Like, because everything... I want to go on one. That's a because... Cool. Cruises, are, I, I like I like cruises because of the simplicity, the simplicity of it. Like, you can literally do nothing, 
just literally, I mean, not, not do nothing, but you can just pay your money and just be on the boat and just do the free stuff. Or you can pay for the excursions and do all that stuff. Like right. I personally, just, I mean, I've done the excursion stuff, but I sincerely enjoy just the nothingness of a phone not ringing. Like, I don't have to worry about like where we're going to eat. Cause I mean, there's only so many, it's just, we're going to eat on the boat. We already know that. So we don't have to worry about driving nowhere, mm-hmm. but I do like the simplicity of it. <laughs> What's and, that? Uh, which floor is the question? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I, I do like that. And it's like, and you just you just drink all day, and it's not it's just judge free. You just do just laziness, and it's allowed. And also is um, and you're a teacher, bro, so you plan quite a bit. So like I, like my girl is very good at planning, and like her job involves a lot of planning. So like whenever she clocks out, she's like, yo, if she's, I'm encouraged always to like. You know, be the one to take the uh, ropes and plan dinner or whatever, because it's the last thing she wants to do is more of that shit. Mm-hmm. So totally understandable, man. I love how um, Russell didn't believe you when you said you're a teacher, so you be planning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he laughed. Like, I just fucking, I just fucking told y'all I'm not good at planning. He's like, I just fucking told y'all. I thought immediately, like, yo, I'm glad I got you full. Because when I thought about it, like, I actually do plan. And actually, you know, yeah. what's kind of funny is I was sitting. Don't judge me. I was sitting here with my paper and my pencil about to do some calculus before we was getting started. Because I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking That's about casually? tomorrow. Let's, I, I teach oh, okay. calculus. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Like, why? We got, we got the AP exam coming up, too. So actually, in a month, we have our AP exam. And I got to get them ready. Yeah, man. Word. I just I usually, usually when I hear folks say like talk talk about planning like that and like they just wanna they just enjoy it like their job involves a lot of planning, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's nice to not work when you're out of work. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like planning, planning is possibly one of my favorite parts about traveling. I just like yeah, I just like the re like the research and like 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 um figuring out where to go, where not to go. Uh, you know, just, I know it's cause I don't know. I just, I just get really involved in it, I guess. That's and it just becomes up. just, just as fun as the actual, cause I, I plan like all the places I've gone off, I've, I've planned all that up to like, okay. Yeah. Let yes. me ask you then, Adam, and when you've traveled with your lady, uh, is it you doing most of the planning or you guys kind of, you know, both plan, which, you know, which places that you, yeah, well, go versus I, what she wants to see, or do you do yeah, most of I, it? I definitely I plan it. And when I say plan, I don't mean I choose everything, but I'm saying that I like uh we'll figure out like I'll I'll figure out like a like a bait like a main idea and then we'll come together with the details, like you know, like stuff like that, you know. Um mm-hmm. I'm saying because it's usually it's, it's usually that way. One person is more of that versus you know. Yeah, and and what yeah. I've without realizing relationships, I don't I don't really know why, but it seems like women typically plan the vacations. I guess you could say. Uh, is this what I've seen in Hollywood? And that's that's often like that. a, that's often a narrative that you know yeah. the guy is like, yeah, you know, just, she planned it. I just came along. She knows what I like and all of that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I don't know. I haven't yeah. been on that many like trips with partners. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the last the last like trip with a partner I took though 
yeah, we we knew we we knew there was an event happening there, mm-hmm. and so there didn't need to be that much planning outside of that. Oh, that's yeah, we that was going. the main, yeah, yeah. Um, that makes sense. And we were meeting up with a friend of hers that was living there, so it was like, oh, okay, cool. So we got a local, we got someone who's local. They gonna know events outside of those events, so we're kind of like taken care of. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like a resort situation, which I've never been to a resort. I've never been on a cruise, so I don't necessarily know how I would be or fare in those environments. Mm-hmm. I like, I like doing not touristy things. Yeah. I want to, I want to find someone local. I want to find out where that party at. What's the good, uh, what's, what's the good, like getaway joint? Who's going to be playing good, uh, who's going to be playing different kinds of music? Where's the place people are actually going to dance? Uh, shit like that you know if we're gonna if we're gonna do historical stuff that's fine i can i can devote time and energy and brain space to that but i'm not a big tourist person yeah and as long as it's nothing in nature right <laughs> no i'll be doing nature shit i just don't care I play <laughs> yeah so we're in, seeing, yeah. so we're enjoying a sunset sunrise and a sky full of stars why no, it was. was I give you an example. That that trip, Thailand. Uh, uh, I she didn't want to do any of like the uh, the was it what's the thing on the zipliner? Zipliner. She didn't want yeah. the zipliner or the four wheeling and all that shit. So I was like, cool. I did that by myself. Went four on on the on the four wheeler on the break. I turned my head. It's on. It's between two elephant uh, elephant reserves. Like we had to stop what we were doing for a second so like a group of elephants could get by. Then we stop at a river and it's like a bunch of elephants on the other side. Turn my head, the mountainside legitimately looks like an elephant head. Like that, that Asian elephant looks like their head. And I was like, oh my God, that is fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. What are we about to go do? Like it, it, was, it was like that. Like I, I can acknowledge the beauty of it. I'm just not going to like be enamored with it for like more than a few seconds. Like a yeah. cool. It was observed. Yeah. For, for me, like, I like to make sure I like I like to get a little bit of everything. I like to like we always do like we'll do some city stuff or like we're in like whatever the city is. Mm-hmm. So like Bangkok and you mentioned Thailand. And we'll go into the 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 outdoor stuff. We'll do the mountain stuff and the hikes mm-hmm. and then we'll do the 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 party scene and we'll do a little bit of everything in the beach so that way we're not like overly saturated with, with one thing because I like What's doing tourist thing, yeah. things I'm not gonna do the entire vacation of tourist you know yeah. of tourist yeah. things, you know I'm I can lie with that yeah but I like I like uh I like walking around I guess I don't know if I like it but I always end up walking around <laughs> <laughs> but I do I do one thing I do like about just like walking around and exploring for myself mm-hmm. is like checking out the the uh architecture mm. of wherever it is like that's one mm-hmm. thing that I always like devote a lot of I don't want to say you know just energy to yeah. like appreciating that yeah, we do that yeah, a lot too. Fame, yeah. To what yeah. Adam does, like I'm trying to get a get a little little taste of everything. Yeah, could definitely get that. Yeah, yeah, I'm big on the architecture too, man. I like just getting that. Even just walking around whatever area I'm at, I like to get it to like see the area from that perspective for sure. 
I was about to say archaeology for some reason. Park vacation. New passion of yours. You said you the clue. Uh, to get back to the original question, what uh, uh, if money with no object, man? I'm I'm getting some property and some land in at least two different places on the continent. It's very affordable. I've heard, like, I've heard, yeah, I've heard you can get land in South South Africa for a really, a really solid price. Now here's the thing: affordable is probably still too much for me because I'm poor. <laughs> okay, well, this person told me that they bought. What was it like 10 acres or maybe 12 acres for 500 bucks? Wow. Damn. Now, yeah, even if it was three acres, that's still a lot of land. That's what I'm saying. So say say they're exaggerating that and it was more like three. Uh-huh. Well, still you can sign me up because that's still yeah, yeah. If I, right. I, I don't have the five hundred dollars and I'll I will still pay that. That that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, make a way to, like, but that's the thing. I don't need 12 acres. Like one acre is enough. Like one, one is more than enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, then I go. I, I need. I want that three. <laughs> yeah, I want three. yeah, of course. I want I take three. Three. I'm yeah. trying to put gardens on there. I'm trying to get an orchard going or some shit. And that's what I'm saying. Like you're gonna do all that shit. I'm not. The first, <laughs> the first thought I have is, who the fuck is gonna manage this shit? <laughs> this yeah. is true. This is true. <laughs> I got it. Well, if it's just this wild, like, Marcus you don't really got to manage it. Really have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here like, oh, you got an idea? Cool. Let me know. You like, no, no. He's like, no, I, I, me, I, I got it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I, I would definitely do that. And I want, I, I just want to spend more time in different places on the continent in general to be able to know what that second place would be. Yeah. But I, I haven't in in all of my travels, I've never experienced any place like I've enjoyed. I've never enjoyed any of the experiences like I had in at least South Africa. Um, yeah. So if I could go spend some time in Kenya, Nigeria, um, Egypt, Ghana, like I just want to go spend time in these places so that I can have a better like feeling for the people and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but I just know at least at least two places. I'm I want to have some some land and some property. Not even because I want that. Because in real life, I could care. I couldn't care less about having land or property now. But you telling me money's no object and I can just ask shit. Oh yeah, like give me give me some shit that's gonna help me accrue some wealth. <laughs> um, and that I could just go to and I can show up because I know it's being taken care of. I get progress reports every two weeks. You know, <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's why. Makes sense. You show up and everybody's like, yes, we've done it. You know, it's like coming out like we've been working diligently. <laughs> you like, I <laughs> ma- maintain oh, my shit. <laughs> videos in real time. I don't want I don't want no pictures or something that don't exist. <laughs> they come around the corner like, oh shit, Josh. Yeah, everybody's spitting out their cigarettes and shit. <laughs> Holy shit, he's he's so I, I guess I guess for me though, like when I when I say a retirement, I'm more so meant like you're like you're over there over there. Like you're not I'm not, I'm not saying you can't come no, back per se, but like the idea is like like 90% of the time you're basically because you love oh, yeah. it so much. Did y'all you, do that? Yeah. Like or do you think you do that? I don't we don't know. I, I guess think I would do it, but I think yeah. the only the only thought actually for me is my family here. Exactly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. But 
we got so much technology. I mean, look at us. We're not in the same place. We got so much technology. Like, yeah. Like, I don't yeah. need to see you every day. I mean, <laughs> Russell, you're where right now? The North Pole? I'm, <laughs> I'm actually on the space station right now. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, sig- the signal's incredible. Hey. <laughs> right by the satellite. <laughs> Russell, I'm here with the Lord. <laughs> yeah, like, oh. uh, he is risen. My man is being powered no, by the full force there. of the universe. Oh, oh, man. That's the that's future. Right yeah. Air space. Yeah, Man, look, y'all can focus on that. What I really want to do is get a uh, electric vehicle charging station, not like a a single station, but I mean like instead of a gas station, oh, I want like multiple charging stations. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. That's what's up. I wonder what companies. And I'll get back on subject, but I I, I bet you there's some companies that. We we always hear like if you would have invested ten thousand dollars in two thousand and six, you would have been yeah. like. I wonder what companies yeah. are that like right now, like that are in that kind of that kind of. I wish too. Yeah, because like there's always something like that. You just never know which one it is. I, mean, I don't have ten thousand dollars to invest anything, some, but yeah. it's somebody in it's somebody in Stanford right now coming up with <laughs> yeah. you know creating I'm, some shit. Public, they 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 already doing that stuff. Yeah. Yo, you ain't even got that far. I got two students that are from Gary that are starting um starting a company. I think it's partial cybersecurity, but it has to do oh, with nice. this whole um not necessarily crypto, but like this whole electric money circuit that's about to kick mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Damn, that's cool. So, yeah, there's a lot yeah, of companies dope. like that, and uh I'm not gonna front and say like I use it all the time, but you know, if you use Robinhood. And you just find yeah. one that gives you suggested companies that you can that you can look at. Yeah. And the ones That's that are cheap. Point. I mean, you can buy partial shares, you can buy a full share, mm-hmm. you know. But definitely, like you said, yeah, if you would have had ten thousand dollars at a point you ain't got ten thousand dollars. Yeah, it was like rich. I was a, yeah, I was a junior high school. <laughs> That's true. That's true, man. Like it still, is, I mean, there's, there's there's still a certain amount that makes a significant difference. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. like yeah. Yeah, I wonder what like I know there's like some electric car companies that's that's up and coming. Like I know there one I've been seeing a lot of uh trucks, make, R. trucks yeah, uh Rivian or Rivian. I've been seeing them yeah. kind of more frequent. I actually I was following them before I even saw them on the road I've, for years. And then I saw the price tag and then I unfollowed them like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> somebody Somebody blew past me the other day on the highway. One of those, I'm like, God damn! Yeah, I, I like them though. They, they, they're very different <laughs> looking. Futuristic looking. Yeah. yeah, it's like they're futuristic, but not like to the extreme. Like they're not trying yeah. to do too much. Like the Agreed. Cybertruck. <laughs> Agree, bro. I'm still trying to figure out where I would actually choose to to oh, uh, yeah. retire, man. Like there's and why, of course. Like there's. <clears throat> I feel like our instinct is to go with place that you've been, obviously, yeah. you know, like versus a place that you want to go and only heard things but never experienced anything. Um, hey, well, we know what what the Midwest is like. Somewhere <laughs> warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in that case, well, I guess this is part of the U.S., like the Virgin Islands. I could definitely do that there. But like the downside there is things are slow. So if you want to get maintenance or something done, 
it might take three weeks and you and they just go at their pace. It's like, you know, <laughs> yo, yeah. deal with the fact that you ain't got no water right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you have to be mindful of that. And I, I wouldn't, I'm not like super wasting water right now, but I wouldn't want to have to if shit did hit the fan and they get hit by storm like hurricanes. I was gonna bad, say, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's never the thought I would want to be deep inland. You know, if there's someplace I really want to settle down. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking like architecture. So like I've I feel there's a language barrier, of course. Like I would I would pick like Italy or France, because I can like be inland or by the water. Um like yes. the language barrier, but I'm assuming if I'm retiring there, I'm planning on learning some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously. Them type how many of places don't English speak English, though? Yeah. yeah, they don't speak English at all in them type of places. Okay. Oh. Wait, where? In France. You talking about like off the coast oh. of France or Italy? Oh, <clears throat> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, right off. I mean, well, it depends. Like, Nimes is right off the coast of the Mediterranean, and it's popular enough that people speak English okay. them out because it gets enough tourism. You kind of have to. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. I mean, we, we were in a place that was an hour from there. And if I didn't know a little bit, you ain't buying shit. You're not, you're screwed, you know. I did a lot of pointing, bro. I did a lot of pointing. <laughs> My bad, Marcus. Go yeah. ahead, bro. No, I said, I, uh, I heard they get mad if if you don't know their language, but they know they know how to speak English, but they just like snob. I, All right. I think it's like That's, if you don't try, it's like it's yeah. more so like if you like just like I know you speak English, so you just bust out with the English. Yeah. <laughs> you still like the ignorant <laughs> English uh, American. I know you got my language, though. Like I'm not about to try it. <laughs> <laughs> That's your language. Speak but, what I can say is that I didn't have that experience, man. Like everybody did tell me that going in and we spent three months there and like three weeks in Paris and then the mm -hmm. rest in like just the small town. Mm -hmm. And I never had that experience, you know? I've so been folks, talking all these stories. Yeah. That's the flex. <laughs> no, I'm That's just saying nah. Of the show right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, three months is a large sample size. So, I mean, I think that's good enough to debunk that. That it's probably happened to somebody, I'm yeah. sure. But yeah, but it doesn't make it for a sure. culture. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, you know, maybe we, we fucking lucked out. But I feel like we went to enough places. Like, it yeah, wasn't like we, 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 yeah, we ate out enough. And yeah. I was struggling. But after three, like, after that first month, I knew how to at least order food. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Shit like that. Yeah. So it made it a little bit easier. But so I think I would pick because I've I've never been to London, but I think that would be cool. But uh, I think I'd probably pick France or Italy. Um, but they're cold as fuck in the winter. So that kind of stinks. But just for yeah. the architect alone, but the architect alone, just walking the architect is is incredible, man, and uh, and I love the food. That's very, like that's a big thing for traveling for me. Enjoying some good food. Um, yeah, my hey, speaker fucking up. Or did you say the architect alone? He did. Archi as so architecture. I'm sorry. Thing. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> architecture. <laughs> we weren't going to call you out. No, I, mean, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I, was <laughs> I was thinking of myself like look at viewing it as an architect. But the architecture alone. <laughs> we got, um, we got. We'll it. Yeah, yeah. So you all have been overseas? Have you all been overseas? Yes. Well, I don't know. 
<laughs> I, mean, I, I think so. Yeah. All right, so check me out. Yeah. Have you all, you know, Aaron, you mentioned food, and I'm thinking, like, have you all had any bad experiences, not just with, like, a certain dish, but, hey, I just, my body is not regulated to this food, and it's been yes. a problem. Yes. What was that like? Let somebody else I, go real quick so I don't I, fuck up uh, again. Yo, when no, I travel <laughs> any place, any place in the states, I stick to what I know. Like, yo, if I can't, I'm, I'm not. I explore, uh, but not too much. Like, uh, I can identify what's there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I, I think the only bad one I had was. <laughs> South Africa, and it was because I had some chicken at a music festival that was cooked outside the grill at like 12.30 in the morning. So I was like, eh, it probably wasn't a great choice. <laughs> and so it, it just wasn't cooked all the way through. And so um, it, it it fucked me up, but blessedly I had my charcoal. Uh, otherwise... Activated charcoal, folks. That's, the, that's a lifesaver. It is. Uh, but uh, yeah, I... Uh, what was it? whole time I was in China... I didn't even know what the fuck I was eating most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Like we would yeah. ask the translator, like, yo, what is this? She'd be like, meat. Like, well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Adam got some good ones too. COVID 17. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I, I thought I thought that I have had experiences like that, but I actually haven't. Like, um, for me, the the <laughs> the, the worst I would say was I didn't ingest anything. At least I don't think I did. But when I was in, in Vietnam, I saw a rat in in the restaurant I was in. <laughs> like, and mm. it, but I was like, I mean, I already ate eighty percent of my food, so I'm like, I mean, Charlie I'm just finish eating. It obviously tasted good enough. Yeah, like I mean, like, yeah. and that, what, what, are you, what the fuck are you gonna do? When in Rome, stop, stop eating. I'm fucking no. Stop eating. Order some noodles. Like plain butter noodles. Like Vietnam is definitely like it's definitely the rough around the edges. It's um because it's not as developed for tourism like say Thailand is. It's still kind of new, so like it's it's definitely rougher. But that, I honestly like that about places like you know I, like. I don't know, cause like we'll 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 like see that part of of places and experience that, but then we'll still you know stay in nicer places and part of the vacation, maybe not the whole time, you know. But yeah. we'll like try to mix it up where we where we're like seeing different things. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was definitely definitely interesting. And there's been a lot of times when like you'll try food that I've tried food that looks like it would be good, and then you taste it and it tastes nothing. Like how it looks like it, you know, like you because like you know, like in America, like even if you haven't tried something, you you, you can guess how it's gonna taste and you're like because you know, of how it smells. Yeah, that shit fucked me up with China. <laughs> yeah. Not a single thing I ate tasted like how it smelled. Yeah. And it was the most confusing shit I've experienced in my fucking life. What yeah. even desserts? You say what? Even desserts? Desserts didn't have a smell. Okay. Mm. Uh because I, I will. I don't even know that I had that many. Like they had sweet things, but they were usually like pre-packaged or whatnot. Like pretty much this was every meal in China. Uh lazy lazy Susan in the big middle of a big table. They're gonna bring out like mm. 16 different dishes. What is it called? <laughs> What's the idea of that called? It's it's called it's like um late lunch. Um, there's a 
Ah, uh, fuck. What is it called? I can't think of it, damn. But it's like a like that's the that's the whole idea where they, it's like late lunch or something. But there's a word for it where they bring out a bunch of different samples. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Forgot that was pretty much like every meal. They brought out like sixteen to twenty different things, and you got a little bit of everything. And to make sure that you didn't leave like hungry, once everything was gone, they brought out like two big ass bowls of white rice and some fucking watermelon. Dim sum. That's what it's called. Dim sum. There we oh, go. That was- <laughs> yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so this is like sticky stuff. rice. Yeah, like sticky white rice. Uh, they were like, you know, the rice is to like finish it off to make sure mm. you like not still necessarily hungry, but because you would eat so many different things, you you'd realize you didn't eat that much, but you weren't hungry. Yeah, yeah. which is um, actually a good thing. It's a nice like balance to a buffet. <laughs> yeah, it's almost kind of like, like encourage it, 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 Yeah. Because so many different flavors and all that kind of stuff tricks your brain into thinking that you ate a lot, but you didn't. <laughs> um, rice gets you full. Uh-huh. Yeah, the rice the rice is there to like make sure like all right, you're not gonna be hungry mm-hmm. in like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> let's see. I, I think I had. Uh, yeah, I think a lot. The only place outside of the U.S. that wasn't, you know, didn't have Western food was Bali that I've actually been to, mm-hmm. and um, I'm kind of like Adam and Josh where I wanted to. Like we spent part of the time in like the actual, a uh, more, I guess you could say a more authentic Bali experience. And then we spent the other half at like the, the, uh, the fancy resort or hotel or whatever, where most of the folks take all their pictures on Instagram and all that shit. You think, and they say they're in Bali, but they're really like right outside a gigantic hotel. Where's the fucking McDonald's a block away? You know, like all the American <laughs> shit. I wanted like a legit experience. So we actually stayed in somebody's, uh, Hostel, like I guess you can call it, uh, like like a homestay, um, homestay, like a guest room type thing. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, which is really really cool. Um, and it, you know that's actually the place where I blew out the lights in the middle of the night because I was trying to sh- like shave. I was <laughs> I trying to shave my face. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. But they gave us like an I want an authentic vegetarian meal, and one that meant so Nat and I have been doing really good, but that meant that. I didn't think about it. We had been like brushing our teeth with bottled water and everything, but they get the authentic shit. They washed the food in their water. So their that water. fucked me up, of course. But mm-hmm. I was like trying the food and we had a we had a tour guide at the time because we wanted him to like show us the legit shit. And uh, he was like, this one's pretty spicy. I'm like, yeah, I want the legit shit. And it tore <laughs> me. I, I ate it all, but it tore me the fuck up. Man. It tore me up. I, want I was that. not ready. Yeah, that sounds great. I don't know what it was, but it sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, and then, and then the next dish I had after what they do is like they give you something really hot, and it was like this cold dessert where it's like a bunch of ice and shit, but like it had like a spice and almost like a honey spice mix. It was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Got that spicy honey ice. <laughs> Bro, that shit sucks. I think Nat had like a video of me like sweating, saying I'm good. I put some shades on so you couldn't see me crying. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all make it a point to um in these excursions? Um, I don't know if I want to ask this because uh, Russell, you can't necessarily contribute. I'm a fan uh, of like. Do you go to? Do you go to the, like American franchises to see what's different in the international one? So like. Example, China, we went to a McDonald's. They were selling like fried chicken and it had like green flakes on it. I don't know if it was parsley. I just know it was green flakes on the chicken for some reason, like visible green flakes. Um, almost like Christmas confetti. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I definitely mm-hmm. do that. Uh, particularly with McDonald's, uh, but I've, like, but I've done it with McDonald's and uh, <laughs> South Korea loves chicken, so they have mm-hmm. a lot of uh, Kentucky Fried Chickens there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I went there a lot, not a lot, but I've went there a few times in Korea. Um, but mainly McDonald's is the one I, I would try to do that with, just because I'm curious what they're gonna have. Like I've had like wings from somewhere. I think we're, I don't know. I think it's Thailand where they had like chicken wings or something like that, and like wasabi sauce. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know what? Just to answer the question real quick. I mean, it's probably an obvious answer, but I definitely would retire overseas. Um, as far as where though. Um, like Aaron said, you know, you're probably more inclined to pick somewhere you've been before. So like for me, it would probably be, there's a good chance it would be Thailand actually, but like probably up North in the mountains somewhere where it's a little, a lot less going on. And then if I ever wanted to go to, to the city, go to Bangkok or Ch- Chiang Mai, I think the other one is. Yeah. Um, or, but then there's a part of me that I can't help but bring up Korea. Although I know the winters would suck because you know, it, it's cold just like here and it snows. But um the, the the thing that the thing that I like about Korea that I, I haven't been able to really find in any other place is that although it's a, a population of so many people, it's like 10 million people there, mm-hmm. um, you could still go to a park and can be completely by yourself. And you, you could turn around and completely three hundred you could turn around mm-hmm. three hundred and sixty degrees and like literally peacefully read a book. In the is one that because of, the park is so big. Or? Yeah. Well, they have okay. well one. They have so many of them, but then they they're mm. so massive as well. Like that's what like there's this one called uh, the Newell Park. It's like it's like the Sunset Park, and they actually transformed a, a landfill into a park. So, which doesn't sound, you know, uh, oh that's inviting. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But when yeah. you see it, it, it's the best. It's it's the best park I've ever been to. Like, and it, oh, it's wow. it's massive because it was a landfill. And because it was landfill, it's high up. So you you can walk the stairs, which I did the first time, not realizing how many stairs it actually was. Now it's the last time I ever took the stairs. Um, <laughs> no, but there's like a, uh, like a That's trolley cool. that goes up there. Gotcha. And the fact that there was a trolley should have let me know how many stairs it was. Like, <laughs> like that's the option. <laughs> but, um, yeah. so, so you gotta like, take it. You gotta do it from the beginning. You can't go halfway up the stairs. And no, you, yeah. It, once you start, you might as well just keep, you know, keep going. I wish I remember how many it was. I want to say it was like two fifty or something like that. But, um, but, but, but anyway. So you take the little trolley up there, and like I say, it's a landfill, so it's on top of everything. And then you see this. Then when you walk to like the far. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna say north, the north side of the park. There's this view, this outlook of the the city, so whatever, mm-hmm. and you see the river. Um, it's, th- it's called the Han River, and it's like all of these. It's, I don't know. It's just it's a it's crazy. Honestly, it's a r- ridiculous view, and then the sunsets. It's just like, and they have so many. Now that park actually does get crowded in that area because everybody's there to see the sunset. But mm-hmm. you could go up there midday and walk down one of the paths and you know just completely chill out and be by yourself and that's what i like doing this mm. you know and living out here in the suburbs every park you go to there's like 20 cars even when it's like 25 degrees outside like like what are y'all doing like y'all just walking around in the cold like it's <laughs> never anywhere to go by yourself around here so it's like that that mean and i'm not saying you need to go all the way to korea to get that <laughs> but um 
it was nice being able to do whatever I wanted to do. Like anything that I had interest in doing, you can do um, for a f- affordable price. So that's that's what I love about Korea so much. It's just everything I'm interested in, they have. It's affordable. People are nice. I don't have to worry about getting robbed at night. It's, it's just, it's like, you know, it has everything. The only thing I don't care about is the weather. <laughs> that's the only thing, you know, so... Mm-hmm. Sounds like you found your place to retire overseas. I mean, if, <laughs> if I could do it, I would. I don't know if Korea, I don't, I'm about to say Korea. I don't know if Kirsten would be on board for that, but I mean, like, <laughs> she should be down to stay, but I don't know if she'd be down to stay, like, just indefinitely, you know? Right. I would. Yeah. I definitely would. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it always um, interesting, man, how most people's experience with like going someplace that they've been like a popular place in the States whenever they go overseas, like it's usually McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking everywhere. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Crazy. Even like, in the places yeah. you don't think you're going to see them, like, really? Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I found one in, Nat and I went to one in Switzerland and I got, it's the only place I saw a veggie wrap. It was like a vegan or something wrap. And I was like, there's no, like, <laughs> there's nowhere else I'm going to find this fucking vegan wrap. <laughs> I got to try this shit, man. And it was average as fuck. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it was average as fuck, was. man. So before we get out of here, uh, Russell, yes. our esteemed guest, teacher extraordinaire, calculating for the kids. You got it. <laughs> Tell us, man, you know, uh, it's, it's been it's been a while. We've been out of school for now. Uh, what is this? Don't say it. Don't say it. Just a couple <laughs> days. We've been out for a couple <laughs> days. That's all. Tell us uh in, in these in these in this life of your mid-30s, what's something that you're grateful for since high school? What's something that you have been challenged by and overcame? And what's something that you're still challenged with? Man, I wish I would have had these questions beforehand. Too bad. I just <laughs> thought of them right now. <laughs> uh, let's see. You said something I'm grateful for, right? Yes. Um I'm grateful for all the experiences that we had as kids that I you know, kind of took for granted. Like a lot of stuff we did. That's my brother-in-law. A lot of stuff we did. You know, just the traveling, the performing. You know, while we were in it, I never thought about how much, you know, we were open to and how much we were we were, we experienced. And you know, looking back on it, like, oh, we we did a lot of stuff. Yeah, that everybody didn't get to do, but it was normalized. Mm-hmm. So I'm very grateful for that. Uh, you talked about challenges, the challenge I had to overcome, and it was one of them. Uh, a cha- uh, challenge that you're still dealing with. Okay. <clears throat> mm. I had to overcome. Oh, I'll tell you about, you know, this is with school. I've learned it now, but, you know, at, at Emerson, everything came kind of easy in terms of school. Like, mm. You know, I wasn't a good student and I keep it real with my students. They know I was not a good student and I didn't know how to study. And those are things that that shocked me in college. So like with math in particular, you know, things just clicked for me. And for me, it was like, yo, if it didn't click, I didn't need to know it. So (laughs) let's go play basketball. I got my C, I got my B. So I've overcome that. You know, now I know how to learn what I want to learn and achieve what I want to achieve. It may take a little longer than others, may be quicker than others, but I've learned I'm pretty good at it. So that's something I, I've overcome. And then something I'm still working on, I was actually thinking about this earlier today. Um, 
I have a lot of, I don't want to say fear, maybe anxiety about uh, being outgoing. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you get used to being on stage. I love performing, but every time we stepped on stage, every every time we went to a new place and had to meet people, shoot, every girl I tried to talk to, that's all been, you know, I always psych myself up. You know, all the trash I talk is not just for the outside, it's for me too. So <laughs> that's some like, I don't know if you all ever knew that about me. All the experiences that we've had, all the times where it seemed like, oh, you know, Russell just went for something. That's always been a let me internally push myself to do something. So like there's so mm-hmm. many things that I've shared with people that are like, oh, you've had this exciting life. And I'm like, oh, it's just me living. There's so much more I want to do that mm-hmm. I have to convince myself to do. So that's something that's a constant, a constant internal battle. And, uh, you know, I was listening to you all earlier on one of the podcasts where you we were talking about you were talking about uh, putting your art out there. Mm-hmm. And Adam, you were saying it was it was easy to put out content. And, you know, for me, it's like, yo, I think we all partially at some point think about what is someone else going to say about this? And that's that's the factor that I have to always overcome. Like, you know, I imagine scenarios in my head, like uh, of different people saying different things and what I would say in response or or how I could describe, hey, this is what I was trying to do. This is what it came out to be and be happy that you got to see because I'm the stuff. You know, so like, these are the things that go on with me. That's what I'm always working toward. And I won't write any more essays, so uh, I'll turn it over to you all. <laughs> that was yeah, good. Got, that I was wonderful. What's up? This the interview. This the interview segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, what you was talking about, like learning new things and 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 uh, finding out how you do that. So, yeah. what what would you say is your like? What's your method of learning things? How do you how do you teach yourself things? So I always knew it was like repetition. Like okay. you know, whatever I whatever I want to do, I have to do it repeatedly. And even more so I have to read. Like I was not, although I I'm a good reader, I don't particularly care for reading. Mm. And I'll say in college, no studying engineering was for money. Don't do anything for the money, but I learned then, like, you have to, you know, you can't just do math. You got to understand why you're doing the math. So I had to read, you know, books like, yo, this is why you did this versus, oh, the professor did it. That's why I should do it. So I learned, like, yo, I got to read and have an understanding of why I'm doing something. And not just internally, like, I want this, but, hey, these are the steps that you got to take and here's why. And that has helped me tremendously in terms of understanding and learning anything, whether it's music. I haven't mastered any languages, but, you know, learning languages. Um, we talked about cars earlier, like that's something I'm actually dealing with programming for, uh, electric vehicles. Hmm. Um, and I wasn't a strong coder. It took a minute for me to get coding down, but once you got it, you got it. And once you can teach it, you really got it. Hmm. So I repetition and then that extra learning comes in when you try to help somebody else as well. Oof, my man gave us a, a gang of clips. There we go. <laughs> it's <laughs> just spitting them gems. That's that's really interesting that you, that you said that it's about about the math part when you're like you got to know why you, why you're doing it like so many you know as a student you know like they they give us so much work it's like do this do that do this and it's like how does this relate to like you know we don't mm. I mean 
obviously you you could figure you you were able to learn like and figure out why you were learning it but a lot of professors don't they don't go that deep into it it's just like right. this is what you're supposed to be reading this is what you this is what you're supposed to write about okay do it and it's like okay but you know so that's cool that you know that and it's cool that you're you're actually a, a, a an instructor yourself so you can actually pass that along to students because a lot of students don't they don't know you know they don't get yeah. that insight right. yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that, man. That was great. For sure. Yeah. Uh, you off the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> wanted, to make sure, wanted to make sure, one, we gave you that uh, that space and that platform to be able to let the people know who you are a little better. Um, because, you know, uh, me and Russ go back to, to what is that? Uh, second grade? Second grade. That was when, 97, that was when we yeah. started. Uh, did, did we start at the same time? So that's that's the mystery, man. Like I remember starting together, but you and my mother have told me like, no, that's not the case. But in my memory, you know, my because I think you memory. started in first, didn't you? No, I didn't. It was second. So then Matter we started. Fact, look, so talk about anxiety real quick. You know, I've always had the mentality like I don't know enough. I started I started dancing to play basketball. I remember. Like, my cousin told me, hey, the basketball team is going to be doing dance after school. So I'm like, yo, if I do this. I better get on the team better, right? But even then, in second grade, as a seven-year-old, I'm thinking to myself, like, yo, all these other kids are so much better at basketball. There's no way I can catch up and be on the team. So, like, that's the mentality I've had to overcome everything. Mm. Like, I am good enough, and I'm going to show you. Mm. But yeah, it was second grade. And I, I don't remember me being there before, yeah. but that's what I've been told. But the memory is just not there like that. That's real. So yeah, second grade, me and me and Russell started together in the Banica dance troupe. <laughs> uh, which I never call anything else a troop because I'm clear about <laughs> what the fuck a troop is. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that tonight. <laughs> uh, uh, by Tony Washington Simpson. Shout out to Miss Tony. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, man, me and Russell been through a whole lot, and, it, it, and I, I I often think about um what dance was for me growing up, and how it would have been so much different if I didn't have you there specifically. Oh yeah, friendship was was definitely held us there. Yeah, because <laughs> um, even when you think about like all the turmoil, the craziness, and teachers choking out students, all the things that happen <laughs> in that in that facility. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> Sorry for another day. <laughs> uh, all things that happen, man. I, I, it, it, I, not to. I, I know I told you this personally, so I, I have even less inhibitions about telling you on a public platform. But thank you, man. Thank you for the friendship. Thank you for the camaraderie. Thank you for the brotherhood, and thank you for being the person you are. Because I know you're saying that uh, you, you, you had all this confidence and everything to tell yourself, but as a person who did not have any confidence growing up. The hilarity of seeing you unabashedly just put yourself out there all the time. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
it was it was really inspiring and like because I would always go, I don't know where the fuck this nigga Russell got all this goddamn college. <laughs> 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 I roast this nigga daily, and somehow he just. His head is held so high. Hey, they say fake it till you make it, yo. Hey, look, I'm a. I gotta put myself at the top till I'm at the top, sure. And the, you know, it's one of the things where you you know, like it was it, uh, in adulthood, we we can see the like the the ethos of of a lot of the kids we grew up uh, personality and whatnot, and but you never use it to the detriment of others. How others may may have used their confidence or their like social plight. Or what have you to you know put down as he was always like, nah, nah, I'm a pretty motherfucker and I get bitches. Um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this uh, is thank true. you, man. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for being the person that you are. And uh until next time, uh, this has been a good one, fellas. Yo, I want to thank Russell for throwing the best childhood parties. His <laughs> <laughs> family has <laughs> no parties, man. Kid <laughs> parties. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Um, I guess I can say. Him, how you do that? How you? How you, <laughs> yeah. man, you know, it's, it's really crazy that you even say that exact thing because I'm telling you, like, it was really like five days ago. I was looking at the backyard, thinking like. Man, I remember having everybody over. And I'm telling you, like, that anxiety is a killer because in my mind, it's always like, who's going to come? Is anybody going to be there? Mm. And, you know, I look back fondly on those memories like, yo, I have people around me who cared. And, you know, we're just kids, but those things last with you. Yeah, they, they make you know, I it tell, I could tell your family made it a point to, to have, you know, your friends around you Mm-hmm. At them parties and stuff like that, and make them moments memorable. So, that for real though, like I, I, I respect that. I, I honor that. Thank those, you. Uh, those moments, those memories and stuff. Yeah. Shout out to your mom. Your mom was a was pivotal in a lot of things of our childhood, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and biggest shout out to Russell for missing that layup when me, Aaron. Russell and Cody played to a hundred. So the <laughs> we could have, we could have, we could have had the W. We could have had a story to tell forever, Russell. We could have had, had a story to tell forever. Uh, nah, yeah, not instead, with that. Instead, no, I, instead I, told, I wait for someone else to, to I told tell Aaron it. to score. Like, look, I'm not scoring. You got to score. He just keep giving me the ball. Like, bro, it's not because, no, for me. Man. I stole I stole the ball. You right by the rim. You wide open. What you do? I thought we had the championship. I thought we had the championship in our hands. <laughs> what you mean? I did my job. <laughs> me and Cody should not have won that game. Oh, so what happened? You passed the ball or did you miss? I don't even uh-huh. remember missing, but I know I was missing a lot. Like for me, I could I could shoot jump shot. I could shoot threes before I could make wide open layups. <laughs> so give me the ball at the rim. I don't know why you would do that. Give me the ball. Like, ah, cool, we gonna knock it down. But you know, I don't know why you risk a game like that. My memory sucks, but I remember this shit distinctly. Score was 97 98. <laughs> we That's have a ball. Game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we have the ball. It's me and Cody. Cody is a solid three foot two. <laughs> and, and so, but and Cody don't shoot nothing but jump shots. And so, Aaron steals the ball from Cody. I wasn't even paying attention to Russell. He throws it to Russell. Russell's wide open. <laughs> Aaron is walking away, going, "It's over. We won this. Fuck y'all." Like, talking cad shit. <laughs> All you hear is a thoink. <laughs> <laughs> I run, grab the ball, throw it to Cody. And it's like, oh, what the fuck is happening? Cody throws up that three. I run down the block crying, laughing because there's no reason we should have won that game. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Uh, and I will never yeah. let you live that down. So. Uh, yeah, I put this on a on an uh, international platform that is our podcast, and uh, everywhere you go, every person you connect with, and every uh, every conversation you have, we encourage, empower, and implore you to always be forthright, be vulnerable, and do your giggity goddamn best to be Russell Tellum. Right on, honest. Oh, yes, hey. yes. That's the orgasm. All right. <laughs> Peace, Out. world. Thanks for listening. And uh, whenever you go somewhere new, just look at the architect. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get a good shot at the architect. <laughs> hey, y'all stay safe, all right? Me too. Check out the archaeology. Brother. <laughs> yeah. Peace. Without shedding a tear for my brother, I really want to try for my brother. Cause I truly do feel for my brother